Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, what's up? It's Olivia. You can call me Liv, you can call me Olivia, whatever works for you. I think that's going to be my new intro because I keep saying that every single time because I don't know what else to say to start off this podcast. But hey, what's up? It's me coming at you live from New York City. It is a Thursday afternoon and it's snowing today. It's snowing in New York City, which is kind of fun for some people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the snow. Like if I could be in New York City with California weather, that would be ideal for me. That would be ideal. But anyway, I am eating some Tate's Bake Shop cookies. Guys, they're limited edition. Okay, I'm going to be real with you. I bought these for a secret Santa present for Saturday to give to this girl who says she likes cookies, and I ate them. So I have to buy a whole other bag for her. They're approved now. I didn't know what they tasted like, but I bought them for her for Secret Santa. And I was sitting in my room last night craving cookies. And I was like, well, at least maybe I should just try these cookies because I don't even know if they're good. And I don't want to give her bad cookies for Secret Santa. So I better try them to make sure they're good. And now I know that the double chocolate peppermint cookies limited edition by Tate's Bake Shop are bomb ass cookies and you should go buy some. And I've got to go buy some more, too. I ate 14 cookies in a span of 10 hours, so that's great. And I have a new candle lit from Marshall's. It is a coconut wax blend with rose petals. It's quite calming. But anyways, today on the podcast, I was trying to get some ideas from you guys. So I posted on my Instagram, does anyone have any podcast topic ideas? I need a little inspiration. I need help to get going. And no one really said anything. And that's okay. I have actually been getting some great feedback from people in general who have been listening to the podcast. Oh my god, this morning I got the nicest message from someone from my high school. And she was like, I can relate so hard to what you said. And I go through anxiety too. And I struggle with keeping jobs. And like literally, she made me cry this morning. Like I woke up and was crying tears of joy because I was like, I touched someone's heart through doing this podcast. And I just can't believe that I could have an impact on someone like that. Quite honestly, I don't, I never thought anyone cared what I had to say. (laughs) And I was 99% sure only my mom would be listening. So to get, you know, almost 30 DMs about this podcast and texts from my friends and people who I haven't spoken to in 10 years saying that they love this podcast and they find it so relatable or so funny or it's touched their life in some way. Or I've had messages from people saying that they're going to start a podcast now because of what they heard of mine and it's inspired them to start one or that they're going to buy a microphone and they want to come onto my podcast. Like that means so much to me. I literally could cry right now. It means so much to me that you guys are liking this. And I don't even care if it's only 20 people listening because to be able to touch people in that way is just the best feeling. I've never felt like this before. And to have a creative outlet like this, a project that I'm working on and like working towards something and every week I get to be creative and come up with a topic and content like, and you guys are actually liking it. (laughs) It really, really, really means so much to me. But I did want to say that if you guys ever have a podcast topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. 
uh, send me an email, olagaley at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and I would love to know what you guys want to hear about. If you have any, like, good guests that you would want to come on the podcast, I'm pretty sure I have a guest coming on the podcast, so you're either going to be hearing that it will either be last week's episode or next week's episode whenever you're listening to this. Uh, I'm not going to give it away, but I'm hoping I bought a second microphone. I'm hoping I can figure out how to set up two microphones to record in Audacity, but I think it's going to be a really, really good podcast. Anyway, this week I was inspired by another podcast that I was listening to this morning. Um, If anyone knows me and knows me, even semi-well, you know I'm obsessed with all things Bachelor, Bachelorette related. That's not what this topic's going to be today, so don't turn off the podcast yet. Don't turn it off. That's not what the topic's about. But I listen to a lot of the Bachelor-related podcasts, and a lot of people that come off The Bachelor tend to start their own podcast, and I tend to dabble in those sorts of things. So I have been on and off with listening to Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine podcast, and I... Haven't been listening a lot lately. I love her sometimes in other weeks. I'm just like, can't relate or it's not really my topic that I want to listen to, whatever. But this morning I got a notification that she came out with a podcast about heartbreak. And I have read that her and Sean Booth from The Bachelor, if you guys don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette, Caitlin Bristow was The Bachelorette. I don't remember how many years ago it was now, but sorry, I just sniffled. Can you hear that? Okay, that was gross. Caitlin Bristow was the bachelorette a few years ago, and Sean Booth was who she picked. He got the final rose. They got engaged. They've been together for quite a while now. Like, it has been a relationship that has lasted. But her topic today was heartbreak, and I found out that they broke up. But in, in like, other news, in good news, they were long enough. They were together. They were together for long enough that she got to keep the giant-ass ring that she got off the Bachelorette, so she could probably make some good money off of that. Just saying. But they broke up, and I'm really, really sad about it because I actually thought they were super cute and a unique couple, but she actually made this podcast today, and it was the first time that I felt like she was so relatable. Like, she truly spoke from her heart and didn't say too much about him. She didn't speak badly about him. She just talked about heartbreak and how to handle heartbreak. So I got kind of inspired by it, and I wish I had a guest with me right now because she had Olivia Caridi on, who was on Ben Higgins season of The Bachelor, and I think Olivia Caridi's really funny, also really relatable. Oh my god, I keep burping. I'm not a burpy person, but good lord, when I do this podcast, I should have been calling it like Burp with Liv. Uh, That wasn't funny. Okay, so anyways, I want to talk about heartbreak today because I think it's something that everyone in the world experiences in some way or another. Even if you are like asexual or you've just never had a boyfriend or you've never dated anyone or you have no interest, you have experienced heartbreak in one way or another, whether it's like rejection from a job or, you know, not getting something that you've always wanted, not you know what I mean? We've all experienced heartbreak in some way or another, but today I want to talk about heartbreak in relationships and just how to get through that. And I thought Caitlin's podcast was just so relatable today because she kind of spoke. Oh my God. <laughs> I just burped again. <laughs> I can't. I cannot handle this right now. Okay. I 
I've got to start over, but I'm way too lazy to edit this out. So to anyone who has made it this far, congratulations. You've heard me burp at least three times in the last eight minutes. So that's awesome. I haven't burped that much in the last year. But anyways, heartbreak. I have experienced heartbreak. I'm sure you have too. Let's just start from the beginning. Let's put it all out on the table. I'm going to talk about like my first heartbreak. I had a boyfriend in middle school. My first boyfriend ever was in middle school. And that's what I considered to be my first quote unquote heartbreak. It was so stupid. Like looking back on it, I used to write songs on my guitar and like sing about like sing shit, like talk shit about these guys that broke up with me in middle school or high school or whatever. Like I would write songs about them. And that's so funny. Only my friend Maggie or my sisters know that. So that's really, really funny. And I know if she's listening right now, she's cracking up because she knows the song and it's so funny. But I wrote all these songs about boys that broke my heart and I was like a wannabe Taylor Swift and I would sit in my room and sulk and have the windows open and the lights off and the wind blowing in and singing about these heartbreaking moments in my life and I was only in middle school and in reality I didn't even know what heartbreak was so flash forward to high school I guess I was about 16 years old and I had like my real 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 heartbreak I had a boyfriend in high school and I was I've never been so obsessed with someone before I think that was probably the first time I was in love. That was a big relationship for me. It was a huge stepping stone. And I've just never felt like that about anyone before. And honestly, all we ever did was make out. Like I was too afraid to do anything else at 16 years old. I was really slow in the sex department. So I would literally just go over. We'd watch movies and make out on the couch. And I was fine with that. I was literally head over heels obsessed with this guy and he liked me too but the more I became obsessed with him the less I think he liked me I feel like I was so intense with that relationship I ended up pushing him away but at the same time I'm not gonna blame myself I think this guy wanted what he couldn't have and the second he could have me he was like okay this isn't so exciting anymore I'm gonna peace out and move on but looking back I was devastated like this breakup I've never had such a heartbreaking breakup in my life and all of the steps that I took through this breakup were so embarrassing like do you guys ever look back on the things you did during a breakup and just cringe at yourself like just the cringiest things I used to call him from like um, phone numbers where you can do star six seven and because I just wanted to hear his voice like I can't even believe I'm admitting that right now, but I hope other girls can relate to this. Like, you know, and guys too, we do crazy things when we're heartbroken and we don't think that this relationship should be ending and I want to get back together and blah, blah, blah. We do crazy, crazy things. So I was going through the things that I did in this heartbreak and I was cringing at myself. So I would call him star six, seven. I would drive by his house with the windows down, blasting music in hopes he would hear me like from the street. And I would slow down and like try to look through his windows. I was 16 years old. Like you don't think a 16 year old should be able to be this heartbroken and devastated. But I got to the point where my mom, I literally remember it was like a Saturday night. 
I refused to see anyone, to leave my house because I was so depressed about this breakup. And my mom was like afraid to leave me alone in fear that I would hurt myself because I was so devastated over this breakup. And looking back, I probably wasted a solid six months to a year getting over this guy. And girls, why can't we just move on from a guy and realize that if it's not meant to be, it's not going to happen? I really, really do believe like what's meant to be is just going to work out on its own. And I wish I could have been like, okay, he doesn't want to be with me right now. I can accept the fact that I want to be with him, but it's not going to happen right now. And if it's meant to be, it'll work itself out. It will play itself out. And I couldn't let that happen. I literally had to control the situation. I was so devastated. But so my parents had to go to a wedding and my mom literally brought me to a wedding that she didn't like no kids were allowed. It was a no kids wedding. It was all adults. She brought me to the wedding because she was afraid that I couldn't be alone because I was so devastated and depressed over this guy. And then it got to the point where I think this was maybe over the summer. I was all devastated, blah, blah, blah. And then I had a math class and he wasn't even in my math class, but he was taking the same class during a different period. And I would text him math questions even though he wasn't even in my class I'd be like hey do you know what the homework for tonight is and he'd be like shut up like I'm taking stats but I'm literally not in your class stop texting me (laughs) I'd be like hey like how's your project coming for stats class and he's like stop we're not in the same class (laughs) and it's just so funny to me now I love the fact that I can look back on this and laugh about it because After a while, I finally got over it. I moved on. I've dated other people since then. And I can look back and truly be like, wow, time was wasted. This guy isn't even that great. Kind of a turd, to be completely honest. And I'm I'm fine. I'm totally fine. And I wasted probably a year of my life worrying about that. And the even sadder part is, I wish I could go back and tell my past self you're going to, this guy is going to come back into your life and want to be in your life and you are going to be the one to end up rejecting him. Don't you girls think that is so funny? Has this, I know this has happened to other girls. The second you move on from a guy, all of a sudden they're like, oh, actually, I think you're kind of cute. Like, what have you been up to? Oh, did you move to New York? That's super cool. Like, I'm going to be there in a few weeks. I'd love to like grab lunch or something. And then you're like, "Uh, no, ew, what? I don't want to get lunch with you. Please stop sending me messages. Ew. And that would have been my dream back in like 2015. No, no, no. I graduated high school in 2013. Oh my God. I feel so old. Okay. So this was like maybe 2012. No, 11, 2011. I mean, how many freaking years ago is that? Seven years ago, I would have died for this guy to be reaching out and asking me out and wanting to hang out and go on dates and grab drinks and blah, blah, blah. And now I couldn't be more repulsed at the sight of a message from him. (laughs) So to any girls that are going through a heartbreak right now, know that things can only get better. When you're at the lowest of the low, you're crying in your bed, you're throwing up, you're having panic attacks, you feel like you can't breathe. Just think about, you know, years and years from now, you're going to look back on this and literally laugh unless you end up getting back with the guy. But that's a whole other topic I want to talk about. But unless you end up getting back with the guy, 
you know you're going to look back on this and either laugh, realize it's time wasted, and almost have the sense of gratitude about it. I think when you can get to the point that you are grateful for that experience and you learned a lot from it and you grew from it, that's when you truly know you have moved on and surpassed that whole situation. So anyways, that's kind of what I wanted to touch on. But, oh shoot, what did I just say that I want to talk about? Mm, Guys, I literally just said it five seconds ago. Hold on, I'm going to pause. Hi friends, I'm back. I took a quick poop break and I am back and I remembered what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about getting back together with your ex. So as I just said, unless you end up getting back together, I think that looking back on past relationships and being able to laugh about it or recognize how you've grown from it and learned from it just proves how healthy, how, how much healthier you are and how much in a better mental state you are and how much you have grown and moved on and that you are officially over it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But the next thing I wanted to touch on is getting back together with an ex because that is a whole other topic in itself. I heard this in Caitlin Bristow's podcast and I agree with Olivia Caridi when she said, I don't believe in getting back together with an ex, period. I totally agree with that statement and I don't think I realized how much I agree with that and I don't think I'd ever really thought or had an opinion on that until I heard her say that and I realized I don't agree with getting back with an ex either you broke up for a reason if you are with someone on and off and you're hooking up and he wants to be with me and now all of a sudden he doesn't want to be with me and blah 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 there is a reason for that and if you keep going through the same patterns over and over and over again you're just, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to keep ending up at the same place. And this is what frustrates me so much with girls that end up, or guys too, relationships that are on again, off again, or you get back together. I always think there's a reason you broke up in the first place. And unless that person is actively working on changing themselves, whether it's therapy or you see changes in them and they're truly making an effort to work on the reason why you broke up, there's no reason to get back together with an ex. But I know there are going to be people listening to this that disagree with me or have an experience where they broke up with someone and then they ended up getting married to that person eventually. I'm sure there are stories like that. So if you have a story like that, I want to know about it because I think it would be fun to cover that topic on my next podcast or just on a future one. So if you have a story about that, send me a DM at Olivia Legale on Instagram or you can send me an email, olegaley at gmail.com. I want to hear your stories. Anyway, the next thing I wanted to talk about is rejecting someone versus being rejected. So doing the breaking up versus being broken up with. Which one do you guys think is worse? I personally, this may be controversial, but I think doing the breaking up is actually worse than being broken up with. Because it takes so much strength and nerve to break up with someone. Like it is the scariest thing ever. And I almost think it's harder to hurt someone than it is to feel hurt. I have had to do the breaking up before. I have more actually been broken up with than I have done the breaking up. (laughs) I've been broken up with 
by almost every boyfriend I've had besides one. But I really think it's harder to do the breaking up because how do you properly break up with someone? I think that is so difficult to do. I've never done it correctly, if I'm being completely honest. I had a long-term boyfriend in college, and I didn't end that properly at all. I did it horribly. I, I'm pretty sure I called him or something. Like It was not okay the way I did it, and the way I communicated the breakup wasn't clear. It, I didn't make it clear that I was ending things. It, it's, I'm pretty sure I made it sound like I needed a break or I didn't really know what I wanted, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're breaking up with someone, you have to perfectly plan out the way you want to phrase it, where you want to put the blame. Are you going to put the blame on yourself? Are you going to give reasons for the breakup? Are you going to say, it's not you, it's me? Like, are you going to meet somewhere? Are you going to go on, you know, your Friday night date like you always do and then just dump it on them? Do you give them a warning? Like, If it's something you've just been processing for a while and haven't let them know, I think breaking up with someone is the hardest thing to do because at least when you've been broken up with, you have no choice but to move on and just keep going. Like I know there's going to be those months of sulking and eating pints of ice cream and crying and not being able to talk to anyone and going to therapy, whatever you need to do, but I truly think breaking up with someone is harder because that blame just automatically goes to you like and all of their friends are just gonna hate your guts and so many people are gonna ask you questions about why you ended it and who did the breaking up and whose fault was it and blah 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 and I just I hate having that blame on me I think it's so much easier to call my friends and be like oh my god he broke up with me and I'm like so upset and we all hate him and I just need you guys to come over and cry with me and watch rom-coms and eat cookies and you know what I mean like it's so much easier to be that person than it is to get up the balls to end a long-term relationship and I just think that's so true for me uh what do you guys think do you guys think it's harder to be broken up with or do the breaking up I have never had someone properly break up with me And this is kind of another controversial topic. Like, how do you properly break up with someone? Is there any, like, correct way to do a breakup? I don't know. Is there? I have been ghosted before where I've literally been dating someone and then I never heard from them again. I've gotten voicemails from guys being like, hey, yeah, I just think that I'm, like, really busy right now. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Never talk to you never, I guess. Um, ghosted voicemails I've gotten texts I've had it where a guy comes over and we're like supposed to have our normal date and so we're watching a movie and then he's like yeah so like I just meant to mention that like I want to just be friends for now and I'm just like what we we were just making out and like ordered a pizza and you dropped this bomb on me but okay so I get it. I'm kind of coming from both sides, I guess. It's really hard to do the breaking up, but how do you properly do a breakup? I was terrible at it, obviously. I didn't end things correctly. Oh, the worst someone has ever dumped me. I was just like dating a guy. We weren't like officially boyfriend, girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. We were dating, talking. I was really into him. And then I was sick and he ends up breaking up with me on like I think it was like New Year's Eve or like around New Year's Eve and I already have a virus that he gave me and so I end up having to leave New Year's Eve early at like 9 or 10 o'clock at night way before midnight 
barely made it to the party. I have been, like, having diarrhea in the bathroom of this bar, like, the whole night. And he's been off talking to a different girl. And in my mind, I'm still convinced, like, oh, yeah, this guy's totally going to be my boyfriend. Like, we're almost basically official. Where he's barely talked to me all night long. He's been avoiding me. I'm pretty sure he intentionally got me ill so I couldn't come to New Year's Eve. So he could talk to a different girl. I end up going home. My dad has to pick me up from this bar at like 9 p.m. on New Year's Eve. I go home and I'm literally like vomiting and shitting at the same time. Have any of you gone through that before? This is way TMI. But vomiting and shitting at the same time is the worst feeling in the entire world. Okay, maybe it is harder to be broken up with because going through that pain was worse than any pain I've ever been through. (laughs) But any of my friends who've heard that story, it's actually a really funny story of vomiting and shitting at the same time. But after that, I didn't hear from him. I did not hear from him. I texted him and I was like, I had to leave. I'm like vomiting. I'm having diarrhea. Honestly, he probably broke up with me because I said the word diarrhea to him. Like what guy wants to hear a girl say diarrhea? But anyway, I never heard from him. It was like a week straight that I didn't hear from him. And I was like, okay. Well, guess that's over. And I had no closure. And that was so sad to me to not have any closure. I think I would just so much rather have a guy be up front with me. Even send me a freaking text message and be like, hey, I don't think things are going to work out. Not you, it's me, bye. Like, that isn't great, but it's so much better than nothing. You know what I mean? All we want as, a, as girls or as women, we just want some closure. A conversation, perhaps. I just want to know what happened. I don't even need to know what happened. I just need to know maybe that you're alive or that you acknowledge my existence and the fact that we are no longer speaking. I would love for that to be acknowledged. But I'm pretty sure after a week, I ended up sending him a text message and saying like, so I guess it's over. And he was like, oh yeah, like, sorry, I guess you were right when when you told me that our horoscopes aren't compatible. And I'm like, um, yeah, I should have followed that from the beginning. (laughs) I'm like half joking, but really half. I really, really do believe in like zodiac signs and being compatible and all that. (laughs) But this guy thought that was total bullshit. And then for the fact he was like, yeah, I guess like we should break up because like our horoscopes aren't compatible. (laughs) Okay, you're the worst. (laughs) Bye. He's fine now. Like I'm so over this and I love that I can make this podcast and look back and laugh at all of these because... I think the second you can go back and laugh, like I said before, it shows you've moved on and it shows you're okay. And I think the biggest thing, getting over a heartbreak and knowing when you're over it, is being able to look back and say, I hope they're happy. To be able to come to terms with the fact that you are okay, you are going to find someone else, and you hope that they find love, and you hope that they're happy, I mean... That for me shows 100% you're, you're okay, you've moved on, you have healed yourself of the situation, and you are over the heartbreak. I hope you guys liked this episode. It ran a little bit long. We're almost at 30 minutes now, but I hope you guys liked it. Let me know if you want to hear more about this. My podcast about dating in New York City actually did the best so far. I have over 100 downloads just on that episode alone, so that makes me so, so, so happy And I figured talking about dating and relationships and heartbreak and 
all those sorts of things may be what you guys want to hear about. So I thought heartbreak would be a great topic for this week, and I hope you guys listen in next week. And if this is even close to Christmas, I want to say Merry Christmas to you guys. I hope you have an awesome Christmas and an awesome new year. Set some goals for yourself. Ooh, maybe that'll be a podcast topic. Goals for 2019. Oh, I like that. Good job, Olivia. Okay, bye guys. See you. Thanks for listening. Bye.